0: Hello! So today we have a very special episode with a couple of good friends of mine, Lizzie Erickson, who is a producer, audio engineer, composer, and performer, and Oliver Dobrian, who is the drummer for the band's Film Speed and Throwaway, and he is also a performer and singer. So a few announcements before we get into the episode. I have a four-week run of shows coming up at the Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center in Redondo Beach, California, and the Cerritos Center for the Performing Arts in Cerritos, California. And I will be playing guitar in the pit for 3D Theatricals production of Mamma Mia. So come and check that out. Welcome to Music in Mind with Anthony Calkins. Sitting here with uh, my two friends, Lizzie Erickson and Oliver Dobrian, both musicians in the LA area. Lizzie is a uh, performer, composer, producer, audio engineer, master of fine arts.
1: Yes, all of those things.
0: Yes, and Oliver is a bachelor. Yeah, I am music. a bachelor of bachelor of arts. Bachelor of arts. Yeah, and a musician. Yeah, probably composer, singer, mm-hmm. drummer. Primarily drummer, I guess. But yeah. yeah. The last one I said. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> no, I mean
0: Yeah. You know, all
2: music things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, so let's just start by just telling telling YouTube about yourselves a little bit and what you do as an artist in the LA area. Mm-hmm. You start with Lizzie,
1: sure, uh, so I came out to California to get my master's, and I did a lot of stuff with um, prepared piano, and I was really super interested in kind of the intricacies of the piano and that 's what I worked on a lot and then I kind of did a hard transition when I graduated, and I went straight into a recording studio and uh, started kind of apprenticing with a producer and he works on a lot of pop music, so that 's kind of put me straight into the pop world and i 've been Working on a lot of pop music, uh, kind of a neo-soul, R&B-influenced stuff, you know. And then uh, myself, coming from like a love of rock, uh, I started, I've been producing my friend's project. It's a punk album, it's been a lot of fun, I like that a lot. Um, And then, so I've been working on a lot of other people's music since moving up to LA, which is a lot of fun, it gives me an opportunity to work on a lot of different kinds of music. And then. Lately, I've just been kind of figuring out how to now produce my own stuff and taking a lot of what I composed in school and a lot of my experience as a composer, but now moving that more into a, a pop and rock vein to be able to write and produce songs.
0: Cool. And then with producing, you're still writing though, right? Yeah. But I'm in still, sort of a different
1: mode. Yeah. When you're producing someone, it's a whole different relationship where essentially like, you have to figure out... With all of the different hats that you wear, how to best uh, collaborate with someone for the betterment of the project. So some it's always a lot of like arranging and like working with an artist to figure out how to make their music the best that it can be. Um, so sometimes it means playing on it, sometimes it means composing, sometimes it means arranging or, or you know writing or whatever that might be. Um, but it kind of like it, it you mold your skills to suit different projects and what the project needs essentially but you're really hands-on as a producer of like finishing someone's album finishing someone's song or whatever it might be you're really hands-on of like every step of the way what it takes to get it to the finished product
0: yeah cool um so since we both went and did the same master's program Mm -hmm. at uc irvine how would you say that your school studies have prepared you for what you're doing now? Because I tend to be pretty like negative about that, and I have a strange idea that it's not that helpful, but kind of helpful.
1: Yeah, I think I feel similarly. Um, I really appreciate having gone to school. I appreciate my experience there, and the people that I met, and the music that came out of it, and all of the relationships that I developed while I was in school. Um, but I do feel like for what I specifically I'm doing right now in music I didn't need a degree so there is perhaps a little bit of bitterness that I feel like I wasted time getting my degree but I also can't really feel that way because all the events of my life led me to be where I am now
0: right exactly so I can't
1: really change any part of my life and still be in the same place yeah um but I think that in the long run like I can't I can't deny the benefit of having musical education and having, you know, a foundation built and developing mm-hmm. skills as a composer. And I think that like no matter what kind of music you make, it's better by having a really diverse experience in music.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: So, um like every experience you have is going to feed your songwriting and performing capabilities in mm-hmm. some way shape or form. So, um Yeah, I guess that's kind of a roundabout answer of saying that I agree with you that I have, I have bitter, I have kind of like a, uh, what's the phrase? I guess like bittersweet bittersweet feelings about, about, not not just just bitter, like (laughs) I do have bittersweet feelings because also, because also like I, admittedly too, when I first, got into getting my master's, I wasn't convinced that I wasn't going to get a PhD or that I wasn't going to become a professor. I still was considering that as a possibility and it kind of took, and not to say that I have completely ruled that out for my life, however, right now I am feeling like it took getting my master's to figure out that being a professor wasn't the track for me, that I wanted to do something else with music that I didn't want to be in. In school in that way yeah so so in that case like you know, I got my master's to learn that I did not want to be an academic and that I wasn't going to be a professor and I wasn't going to follow that but not, I don't know if I would have fully known that without getting my master's yes
0: that's a good reason to get a master's I think yeah actually yeah but uh, Oliver so you studied jazz drumming up at UCLA right, right?
2: yeah I'm I'm I consider myself a performer yeah. first before everything really um, not to say that I don't you know, have interests in producing and, and engineering and all that sort of stuff. But my first love of music has been playing music. Right, right, right. So I've always wanted to focus my, my career around that, whatever that may entail. So right now, yes, like, like you said, I got my degree in jazz at UCLA, which I just learned has split off from the ethnomusicology department like yeah. this year um, or is going to for the first time this year. Um, so when I was there, it was technically still part of the ethno- ethnomusicology program, so my degree is in ethnomusicology.
0: Yeah. Um, so this old, just like, jazz being this yeah right, yeah, right, like,
2: considering jazz world music. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I
0: guess, you know, what
2: music isn't world That's a whole other philosophical yeah, I mean, the whole debate. Yeah, yeah, realm. right. <laughs> what music? Yeah, yeah, ethnic, yeah, yeah, right. So that's a whole music other... Music that is
1: not of the world. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Alien music. Anyway, uh, point being, yeah, I mean, I, I got a jazz yeah. degree, and... I think the most benefit I got from that was just technique. You know, I learned how to play jazz drums, which was awesome, and yeah. I still use that to this day. You know, it's a super invaluable skill to have. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely the most I took out of my four years there was just really buckling down and becoming a better drummer. Um, so yeah, I mean, since graduating, like you know, five years ago now or whatever it's been, I've uh, been playing with a couple bands. Um, I play in a band called Film Speed right now. Um, shout outs to film speed Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah, so uh, yeah I'm playing with them right now they're kind of my main thing Um, you know been with them almost two years now and you know we're just trying to make it work as a as a band in California you know among all the other thousand million bands that are in California you know yeah Um, which is a challenge in its own right but it's you know I wouldn't have it any other way you know we're trying our best to just hustle and tour and record and do things that bands do yeah um so that's that's kind of my main focus right now um and of course, on the side, I'm still writing and producing my own music. Lizzie's actually working on my solo stuff right now. She's been producing me, which is kind of cool. Cool. Um,
0: what kind of stuff is that?
2: Uh, just, uh, well, I don't know if you can tell by my hair, I'm a pop punk kid by, by nature. <laughs> so I'm, that's kind of what I like to write and what I like to play. So that's yeah. the kind of stuff I've been writing.
1: The two cool. songs we're working on right now are very... They're kind of like a, a modern... They, they do have like a lot of modern elements to it, but they're very much really? like a, they well, have some. Right. I don't
0: know. But they're very much like a throwback to like
2: 2000s <laughs> pop punk. Yeah, yeah, sweet. For sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm glad you think. like No, not, not that emo. <laughs> okay. That's too emo. <laughs> That's too emo. There is emo in it, but it, that's like that's literally cut my wrist and black my eyes emo. Yeah. I was listening to that song the other day. I do. Wow. Yeah. It's I, good. That's it's a, a really that's, good song. It's a great song. I think it's kind of their only good song, though, in a lot
0: of ways. I don't know any of their other songs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Precisely. But there's a spider in their music. Field, yeah. So. Oh, that is yeah. a good
2: video too. Yeah. Oh man. Those that's like thro- fast
0: cuts. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a throwback.
2: For sure. <laughs> I think all three of the guitarists are playing SGs, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. I think. Anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's that's a nice little throwback. But yeah, that's that's what I like to do. That's what how I was raised. That's what I was raised on. Yeah. So that's what I like to play. Um, Film speed is not. They used to, well. That's a whole other story. They used to be in a pop punk band together. Uh, the other two members, yeah. Craig and Nick, cool. but now now they're playing more a little grown up rock and roll, just kind of straight up, straight up, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like bluesy, heavy, yeah, you've heard, you've heard them, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool.
0: So yeah. How much jazz? How much does jazz drumming influence that style of
2: playing? Um, I'd say it influences it more on like a subconscious type level. Um, where I (laughs) (laughs) will, yeah, everything is swung. (laughs) I refuse to play anything straight. No, no, no. I I mean, I think like, it's just more of, you know, like sensibility wise. I'm always, I always like to think I'm improvising, even though I'm playing parts that I've played, you know, dozens of times, (laughs) you know, um, you know, the songs are songs. There's no real improv in them. So I'm just, but I always like to approach them with fresh ears every single time. I guess that might be the best way it comes in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Improvisation is important. Yeah. There's that, there's that, uh, there's like the Frank Zappa video that circulates YouTube every couple months about improvisation Mm. and how important it is and stuff like
1: that. Yeah.
0: How boring music is without it. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of true. It's true, but it's like all the music we listen to and like big tours and everything. It's just like phony improvisation.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Completely composed solos that are the same every time. And right, yeah. Super boring. I don't yeah. know. It's really like, you have been saying that. It's yeah, like, no, you're right. That? You're 100% yeah. right. Why would
0: yeah. you want to listen to that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we were talking about this a little bit before mm. we started recording, mm-hmm. but since Lizzie, you're in production and audio engineering, might have an interesting take on this, but there's the whole uh, Ed Sheeran scandal where he's being sued for $100 million.
1: A it's a lot
0: of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's more but, money than I've yeah. ever made in my life. <laughs> By a lot. <laughs> 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 Probably all of us. Probably <laughs> all three lives. of us combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And our parents, yeah, and yeah. our parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. But yeah. Uh, yeah, for essentially copyright infringement. Right. And the it's it's an idea that I don't know, I've thought about it for a long time because I'm not really sure how I even feel about intellectual property laws to begin with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, what does it mean to own music? Is a very weird idea to me. Or what does yeah. it mean to own an idea? Mm-hmm. It's strange. But yeah, so we were listening to to the to two songs to compare mm-hmm. them. Ed Sheeran thinking out loud, Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. So yeah, I don't know. What do you What do you think about? Yeah,
1: I don't know. It, it's. It's like obviously an incredibly relevant topic for us since we are all working musicians who write music and so um, it's a really, it's hard to think about that as a, as a composer as a songwriter because um, when you think about, I mean, I always like to relate music as being a language. And like when you're fluent in a language, you aren't, you aren't thinking about the, your you aren't thinking about like how you structure sentences, you aren't thinking about like coming up with the vocabulary where you're just speaking and it's all part of what you've already learned. Right. And it's just coming out in an improvised way. And so when you're think about music in that way, all vocabulary that is going to be coming out of you is something that you've already learned from something else. So you can't, there is no like fully new idea. It's all kind of rearranging the the vocabulary in a different way to say something different or to say something new with the same basic structure Um, and obviously like there is obvious there are some things that are concrete that you can hear it and it's exactly the same there's other things that yeah. There's people who steal. There's, there's like people who bad steal. Actors. There's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, like bad actors who like. There was a huge thing in like comedy circuits where like you know people would like listen to records of, of comedy shows and then do it word for word on stage. Apparently, that's a huge thing. It's like it still, is. yeah. It still is.
0: There's like French versions of American comedians where they're Whoa, doing they're doing yeah. old American acts. acts. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. But, really but weird. just in French. Yeah. Whoa.
1: Yeah.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. But yeah.
2: And yeah. how are the Americans gonna know unless they speak French or someone tells them? You know? yeah. Right, exactly. Wow.
1: And then on the one hand, so then then I go back and forth of something like that. Okay, well we have like written composed music and you can create a whole performance recreating somebody else's piece. Right. And that is a perfectly valid art form and that is like a practice that helps you develop your skills to be better at your practice, to be better at your instrument, to be a performer to that also serves you. In gaining vocabulary to then be a songwriter as well. Right. Um, So it's very difficult, I think, with music to find that line of like when you're just playing something and you're just kind of jamming with yourself and where that's coming from. And sometimes it's not always clear when you're playing where something's coming from. Right. Because it's it's just kind of all in your brain at that point and you're improvising and you don't really fully understand. Then on the other hand, you have people who do intentionally steal. Who, right. how how can I take something that already works and manipulate it just enough that I can call it original and not have someone notice or like change it just enough that legally I can't be sued. And right. I'm not saying at all that that's what Ed Sheeran did because I don't know him. I have, I have no concrete, like. Right. I can't say either way. But it's a, it's a very difficult line to walk, I think, as a songwriter of like knowing, and it's also, it's, I think it's harmful to the creative process to be super critical every step of the way of like, well, does this sound like this? Does this sound like this? Did I take this from this? Did I, like, it's, you can't think that way when you're creating, you just need to make something. Mm -hmm. But I also think that there's some, there is a responsibility on creatives, on people who are creating anything to allow yourself that creative process, but then revisit it later. And if, if something, there is a responsibility to ask yourself that question and to take that very seriously. And if something needs revision so that it's not so exact and it is more original and it's not a direct reference to something else, I think that that's an important step in finishing something Mm -hmm. before you put it out in the world. And, um, and I think especially like like let's get it on is such a such an iconic song and yeah, such a right. classic song. Like yeah. you can't you can't pretend that you haven't heard that yeah, song. Yeah, you can't say like, Ed
0: Sheeran hasn't heard that song in his right. life. Yeah. But also that's it's just I mean, it's just a song also. Right. With, it's also with just an a intuitive song. bass line and yep. an intuitive, intuitive chord, chord progression. progression yeah. And anybody might just randomly right. write that bass line yep. or that chord progression. And
1: also, like a lot of just listening back, I mean you can get deep into the analysis of myself Deep into the analysis of musically how they are the same or similar, which I'm sure that they're doing in court. They did in court in 2016 when he was first sued over it. Um, But so much of what sounds the same with the two of them is the vibe, and you can't copyright a vibe.
0: Also, how many songs have that vibe? (laughs) Like slow, yeah, like jammy kind of swingy thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a genre. That's like what genre? That's like Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So it's
0: yeah also yeah. taking a pre a, a pre-made musical idea and writing something new over it is another like piece well that's of what, sampling yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, what sampling yeah. is. yeah it's like sampling is it's like it's, it's music happened for has, hundreds of years yeah, 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 so that's how like,
1: m- music has always existed like, like yeah, that's, that's how it, how it, it yeah. as a yeah,
0: baseline yeah. and you yeah. do this like it mm-hmm. just it's been there for hundreds of years and i yeah. feel like to say you can't do that anymore yeah. is limiting. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah, the like the culture and the importance of what music is in the name of like a market. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Oh, I hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the most egregious one, I think. I mean, because there's first of all, this is not a unique thing. Like this has happened, a, like Never. you said, forever. Like yeah. as as long as music copyright has been a thing, there has been people disputing it I want my money exactly right (laughs) so but I think the most egregious one that I've ever heard was uh under pressure versus ice ice baby yeah yeah right so they change one or they add one note to the baseline which is a four note baseline to begin with but they add one note and I think they success I don't remember the result but I think they successfully avoided
0: a composition but even in that it's a totally different song it's a totally different song. Okay. Yes. I mean, it mm-hmm. basically but, it sounds like they sampled Under Pressure and made a yeah. rap over it. Right, right. Which is, which just is something that people yeah. do all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, which is sampling. <laughs> but the but the thing is, I mean, like I
2: think to avoid having yeah. to pay a sampling right, they added that literal yeah. one mm-hmm. note. So it's a little yeah. like
0: So it's Duh, da 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 da
2: da, da. Yeah. Yeah, instead of yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And there was the there's the the Joe Satriani Oh, the Coldplay one. one. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one's it's weird because like, the melody's the same. Yeah. See, I,
2: but see this is the, th- the question, right? Is like, what musical um, facet is the most valuable and therefore the most copyrightable? And I don't think any of it matters. You know, like, I think you should just be able to do what you want. <laughs> yeah.
1: But at the yeah. same time, at the same time, though, it's you did create something yeah. and you own you right. own that thing that you made. Mm
0: hmm. But what does that even mean? <laughs>
1: what does that even mean? Does it mean you own right.
0: the the MP three the, the wave file? Yeah. Maybe. Does it mean you own like those that sequence of notes? Because that's a pretty weird idea to me. Because yeah. there's yeah. there's a certain number of notes to be able to own a sequence of notes. Yeah. is Very weird. Yep. Think.
2: Oh, sir. It's that's like owning
0: right. a sentence. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, didn't uh oh, oh um, Paris Hilton tried to trademark that's hot. I think she did trademark that's hot. Yeah. Like, you can copyright phrases. Yeah. and I was, mean, that's advertising slogans, I think right. there was something with yeah.
0: Taylor Swift like that. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was true. It was but just that's like, like, a like a every rumor.
2: advertising slogan yeah. ever, you know? You can copyright words, so mm-hmm. why can't you copyright notes? Yeah,
0: but that's also weird. But, it, but I'm not saying it's not weird. a sound that yeah, comes yeah, yeah. out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not weird. It's incredible. Anyone <laughs> else makes that sound. They have to pay me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's very weird. It's super weird. I had a I had a friend in college who was like super anti-intellectual property at all mm-hmm. and he thought that it that just shouldn't be there should no, be no intellectual property laws and his idea was that that actually ends up superseding physical property laws how so so like a copyright law mm-hmm. says that with your physical pen and ink and paper you cannot write out the words to Slaughterhouse 5 mm-hmm. that is illegal because that those words in that order are intellectually copyrighted. And so with your own physical property, you cannot do that. And so there was this whole argument.
2: Hmm. Huh. That I've, this is another weird thought experiment I do from time to time. Um, I've always wanted to do, like I think I've talked to you about this before maybe, where I want to take a song, like a super famous song and like just change the EQ on like one of the snare drums or something, like a snare <laughs> mic, like just change. Like, yeah. like one, the smallest parameter you can, and claim it, it's a new song. Like, you know, like, yeah. I ju- like, where the point is, where do you delineate this as being a complete thing? You know, like, if, if, you know, I turn the vocals down 3DB, yeah, is it a different song? And can I call it my composition now? Because, you know, someone had
0: to mix it, someone had to yeah, put I mean, their yeah. time Should you, out, like, but, you be able to copyright EQ settings? Right, yeah, like yeah. Compressor settings? Exactly, right. Sense.
1: But then you're getting a different of like writing versus publishing rights. Right. Sure. Whereas yeah, you yeah. can't, you yeah, can't yeah. claim writer's rights on a song for changing the mix of a song.
2: No, that's what I'm saying though, is that that that's the thought experiment is like, yeah. what if you could, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What if What if changing the vocal EQ or the vocal level was like part of the creative process and therefore yeah. part of writing the song I'm not saying I mean, we,
0: we just yeah. don't think about things like that as really copyrightable like it sounds yeah. ridiculous to say like yeah. can you yeah. copyright an EQ setting mm-hmm. right but it doesn't sound ridiculous to say can you copyright a, a phrase yeah. A poem? yeah yeah that's not weird at all like of yeah. course you can copyright a poem yeah but like copyrighting a compressor setting People are like, okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Why not? A, I mean, it's, yeah, right right it's just a weird, come up with. It's just yeah. a weird
2: delineation. Yeah. We yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. It's strange. I don't know what
0: the conclusion is of all that. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. It's also like uh, just the way that artists are paid and stuff. It's like the whole Taylor Swift getting off Spotify. Yeah, and being yeah, like yeah. This important thing. And this is like this other thing that I struggle with. Because I agree that a lot of services screw artists out of money, Mm -hmm. specifically, like, uh, the old, like, recording industry standards and streaming services and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I don't know how much a song is worth. Like, how much should an artist be paid for every play of a song? And, like, how much should a song cost on iTunes? I have no idea. I don't know what a song is worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's worth millions or nothing. Like it's, it's weird to try and monetize ideas like that. Yeah, for sure. Yes, it
2: is.
1: (laughs) It is very strange. And it's also, it's affected also. I think like what we feel like something is worth is essentially shaped by our experience for what that thing has been worth for our experience on earth. Where like I grew up, I was totally, it was normal to me to spend $15 on a CD when I was a Mm -hmm. kid. That was, grew up, it was like, all right, save up my $15. What am I going to buy next with my $15? And I could walk into Media Play, which is not in business anymore, (laughs) and buy, you know. Along with every other CD. And so then to make the leap to legal streaming or downloading of music, legal downloading of music then, like with iTunes, a dollar a song, it was still essentially the same price, where you could spend yeah, right. like your 12 to $15 for an entire album, where you could download them for a dollar a song. Yeah. Um, seemed normal. And then with streaming, it was suddenly a way for the consumer to get a lot more music for their dollar.
2: Yeah. And... Essentially all the music. Essentially,
1: yeah. yeah so essentially, it it led it people didn't people are always wanting to get things for free so they got it for right. free illegally
0: i mean that's the expectation now it's just yeah, like yeah. content yeah, yeah. Right. for yeah. everything yeah not just music yeah.
1: yeah and so for something like for music where we're completely consumer driven like if we don't have people listening to our music then we won't have people buying our music which can't yeah. fuel us to make right. money on our music like we have to there has if you want to make any kind of living as an artist you have to be considering the consumer and that somebody somewhere has to buy your music in order for you to make money off of your music right um totally just lost my train of thought (laughs) ah so uh so we need you need you need listeners you want listeners but not me you don't want listeners at all (laughs) Yeah, yeah um but the consumers aren't necessarily thinking about the artist in that way. They're only thinking about the music and their own, like what they want to put on in their car and right, having money to put gas in their car, having money to buy McDonald's on the way to work or like whatever. Right. Like they're not, they're not thinking of that.
0: Me included actually. Right. Exactly. I don't think, I mean, sometimes, but I'm not like, Oh, I need to give these artists my money for their hardest. Right. Just like, just I want thinking, this song. I want yeah. this song right now.
1: Yeah. Um, and, so, with, like, illegal downloading and leading to, like, legal downloading and streaming, uh, it was just kind of the consumers getting what they wanted and then the industry adapting to find a legal avenue for that to happen, which ended up screwing over artists.
0: Right. But I feel like artists were being screwed yeah, over. Yeah, they were but already- being
1: Right. So, like, the industry was existing on screwing over artists anyways, so the same people who were on top or making money or thriving in the industry as it was, we're totally fine with it going to this way because they still found a way for them to get their cut Yeah. and artists, the cut all came out of what the artists were getting, but I have, I do hear, um, like we, you know, we're working with one artist right now that was just talking about the difference of like, um, Two songs that were both getting like millions of streams, one on a label and one he released independently, and he made really good money on the one that he released independently. And he made right. he was like I, I made plenty of money and it was fine. But the one that got the same amount of plays or on a label, he got almost nothing on it.
0: Sure, right, because all the money's got yeah, yeah, right, money yeah, to filter, yeah, down. yeah, all the money has to filter down.
1: So so then we're seeing that we're like streaming does still work. Like artists still are capable of making money on streams when yeah. when they're up getting that many plays but not under not when they're
0: when they owe money to when they owe money to yeah to people above them yeah it's weird i mean uh,
2: like i'm i feel like what we're kind of saying is that artists are still being screwed over but they're just being screwed over in a different way Mm -hmm. and and by different people i think you know, because the old recording industry way of thinking has kind of gone out the window a little bit. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not focused on, it's not focused on record sales. It's not focused no on one's
0: buying records.
2: Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So yeah. no one buys records. So therefore their outdated way of thinking yeah. is having to catch up to everyone expecting to get everything for free. Yeah. So, um,
1: right. But also I think that, um,
2: so I think I mean. It's I think ju- that
1: I think that they have like record record labels have been screwing over people for as oh, long yeah. as they've existed. Yeah, you know, like they've like since rec- the
0: eleventh century. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <There's all> manuscripts. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, you know, like they've. I don't think that they've ever fully existed to serve the artist. They've existed to continue to exist, which mm-hmm. means keeping themselves afloat and at the expense of whoever. Yeah. Um but I think one thing that I think artists gain now is that the internet has allowed them to have more direct access to their audience. Right. That's, Whereas 50 yeah. years ago like an artist didn't have that direct contact to like distribute their right. music worldwide. Yeah, I mean, what like, you yeah. real thing that
0: just people yeah. just yeah. shoot up.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. So in that sense, like it is, I think the rise of like that independent artist who has much more control over their career and much more control over their content and how it's being distributed and, and how much gets back to them. And I think people are able to build a small business around themselves and their art now where they weren't able to, before the internet was,
2: that's why, that's kind of why I think all these new companies like Patreon and like Mm -hmm. Kickstarter and like all these independent things are really thriving because. The accessibility is so high now, you yeah. know, like you can just get things out yeah. within like And like that, my so.
1: sister, my sister's in um, the English world, the writing world, and she was talking about a friend of hers, um, was a published author by mm-hmm. a fairly substantial publishing company and made absolutely nothing um, until she joined Patreon and now she's like funding her books on Patreon, just like straight from like reader sponsorship that like, as opposed to going through her publishing company didn't like just being a struggling artist. She was like a, you know, number one New York bestseller and she was still a struggling artist who couldn't make rent. And then when she, once she joined Patreon, she was, is able to write and she's able to,
0: yeah, independent economies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah, It's, it's,
2: it's pretty great. I mean, think more people need to get into it and you know then hopefully the cycle doesn't start again where the money gets too big but yeah. you know i guess we cross that bridge when we come to it Group yeah. something hopefully i don't know but yeah i mean i think that is the way the most successful way right now is to kind of just take things into your own hands and put things out yourself and mm-hmm. and market yourself as well as possible yeah Which- which
0: flood it with content.
2: Yeah, part, ser- yeah. yeah. Seri- no, seriously, it is. Yeah. It's like a saturation thing, you know. Like there, there's too much content as it is already. There is already right. too much content, so we are essentially just layering it on. As yeah, as but I things.
1: think I think that that there's an error in that line of thinking. In that when you s- continue to saturate, I, I find with myself and my yeah. personal experience with social media. I hit a threshold where if I've seen your face too many times that day or that week, I yeah. tune you out and I don't pay attention what to it. Or if it's a different
0: thing and it's really good content,
1: I still will tune you out. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Like
1: yeah. I, <laughs> I hit, I hit, I, I do. Like there's, there's people who post so incessantly that like I'm seeing, oh, Facebook Live video. Nope, like. Shut you off, turn off notification yeah, I mean, I mean that's the day. yeah, right, but that's the same yeah.
2: thing with like radio singles getting overplayed. It's the same thing, you know, like
1: Yeah, but that but that's I'm just saying that too. No, for sure, point, yeah. yeah. Where, like it's not it's not only about like like you can go way too far. Like you can go way too far and like <laughs> it's much I think it's much better to post consistently oh, for sure. and to have consistent content that is
0: I think it needs to be quality too Exactly I I don't think consumers will will, Oh it definitely With poor quality Oh hell no no. Like in my silly iPhone Yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I need to get real cameras Or else no one's gonna watch it You know But yeah I mean You start with what you got But then
2: You know You start from the bottom And now you're here so, um
0: <laughs> I, th- I feel like that is always true. It, it, yeah. That yeah. statement You've is always like a, at the, the bottom b-
2: and, b- and b- you always are where you Well, are. See, well <laughs> it's it's really predicated it's really predicated on the second phrase which is you're here. So you're always here. So. Right. right. Anyway, my point was um I was watching a YouTube video actually about about <laughs> Radiohead and and their whole release, you know, pay what you want type model that they, mm-hmm. you know, kind of pioneered, but uh Basically, the point at the end of the video, it was analyzing their music. It was analyzing, you know, their songs and stuff and their musical content. But at the end of the video, he was making the point, which I thought was really interesting, which is that as an artist, as any artist, you get to choose your audience, right? Mm-hmm. So you get to choose who you're making this for, uh, and you get to choose... by by Through your content, you're choosing who will like your content, right? you know? So what that kind of translates to is if you can get... I guess his point using Radiohead was that they're a little inaccessible, right? Musically mm-hmm. speaking, you know, it's hard to for sure. the layman to get into them or whatever. I don't think that's true, but you know, maybe me? it is. Yeah. But but so that if you can get a small core enough fa- fan base who is dedicated enough, who will contribute monetarily to your career, right, as regularly as they can. But if it's you know if it's small but but consistent that's just as successful yeah. Yeah. as having inconsistent millions yeah i've heard, that, millions, yeah, know, I've right? heard one
1: yeah. one of our professors at uci said a lot talked about that a lot about mm-hmm. there's some like i can't remember i can't quote exactly like the study or the article or right. the book or whatever he was pulling from but it was essentially saying that all you need is a thousand fans who will consistently follow there's you through.
2: ten thousand. I think it's less. I think it isn't I think, I think, I, think I, thousand? Thousand. I think it was like if you, can, if you can if you can have a I, consistent 1000 yeah, for threshold. your entire yeah, 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 yeah.
1: career. I think it's I think it's
0: that small. Yeah, who will yeah. pay yeah. Who, will, who, who, will, who will who are dedicated? Yeah, who
1: them? will yeah. pay for every song, every CD, buy your shirts, come to your shows?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, get, if you yeah, if if you have 1000 people who are willing to give you $50 a year, that's I mean that leads
2: to like Twitch streamers and stuff, you know? That's why Yeah. You know, it's microeconomy becoming macro type. Right. Thing. I mean, that's yeah. a living. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. Mm. <sighs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, it's yeah. just a, it's just an interesting time where people are. It's kind of a jungle out there. You know, no one really knows what to do. So people are just doing something. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So just yeah. Keep yeah. doing things and hope something sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
0: right. One more thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh... I'm playing in a production of Mamma Mia, so I'm learning all these ABBA tunes. Awesome. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Except except I don't like ABBA music. But it's fine. Yeah. But what's interesting to me is ABBA is like this band that I feel like a lot of people don't like that much anymore. But it's still like... It's kind of Everyone's like, oh, everybody has to know ABBA. And there's like, I feel like there's a few bands like that where even if you don't like them you feel you know like them. people should know them and like yeah, if you yeah. were educating a child on like you would tell them yep you'd yeah. be like oh you got to listen to some yeah, abba you got to yeah, check yeah. it out i don't think i would do that with abba i would, I would. but yeah so but who who would you do that with the beatles but you, do you the, think that the
1: beatles are someone that people shouldn't know about but you're going to educate people anyways that's what he's saying oh
0: that like that no, you, oh, you don't necessarily like them but oh that you don't necessarily like oh sorry i have my answer okay go 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 you probably know do I? Well, let me think. <laughs> well, you say it, yeah. You too. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, people should not.
1: I feel like, okay, I.
0: She hates you too. I hate you
1: passion- too. I very passionately you hate you really? too. Oh
0: my god. But Why I, should anybody know that music?
1: Because Why? Be-
0: <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Shh.
2: <laughs> it's sorry. My right. turn. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rebut this. I'm just gonna rebut this so fucking hard. But you go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay.
1: My thing is that I I very passionately dislike you too
0: for yeah, no same.
1: and and I have no like concrete logical analytical visceral, reason, but why I must passionately I just like I there every single song I've ever heard every single time I see any of their faces any any time anytime i wow. have any interaction with <laughs> you too, i just i very very passionately dislike them um but i think that they are a group that has had a significant impact on rock and pop true music. one of the
0: biggest groups in the world yeah of all time yeah yeah, yeah of yeah. course so, so
1: for that reason i think that you know i i'm i'm not going to to shelter my children if i ever have them from the experience of YouTube because I passionately dislike them. We will have because... no U2 in
2: this household! <laughs> okay. um, How did you hear about <laughs> that? How did you hear about that? It's like... It's, it's like...
1: <laughs> and then yeah. they become
2: the world's biggest U2 fans. Yeah, exactly.
1: The, yeah, right. um, but they I mean—I think that they're a group that has made a significant impact on the rock, rock and pop world, and I think that like they have had an influence on it, they've um, they have had a long-standing career, there's a reason for that. A lot of people do like them, so there must be something there. <laughs> I just... I mean, a lot of
0: people like a lot of bad music, though. Sure. True, but
1: that's, that's also, like, that's a thought in and of itself. Is, like, is, right, that's
0: why you brought this that's up, That's why right? you is, brought this it, up. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. a lot
1: of people really like ABBA. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Of course. I mean, they made a whole musical <laughs> yeah, with yeah. all their music, and they're making yeah. another Mamma Mia movie.
1: Uh-huh. How many
0: songs do they have, by the way? How many hits? Well, they. I think they have the most number ones of all time. So they have yeah. two yeah, yeah. full... Two and a shine. half hours, probably. probably. Yeah,
2: they have like yeah. they have so hours
0: of hits. Probably That is insane Right Well I, you know Figure a song's well, but three you minutes. Also, like, Even Pearl Jam Doesn't have five hours Of hits
1: But you don't F- you They don't, need, don't even have As much material You don't necessarily like, five Abba, Abba hours. has
0: a huge Discography I And think. you
1: also don't need Five hours of hits For a musical yeah, yeah. You need you like You can do some deep cuts you, Yeah You can do like Three to four hits For a musical With some deep cuts to Well the, the first yeah.
0: Mamma Mia Is just hit After, yeah, after yeah. hit After it is. hit yeah, yeah. So they
1: had to save The last few hits For the second one I don't know what Music's in the second one Yeah I don't, I don't even know What's in the Yeah. I can't
0: even imagine What could be in it because so I don't even know one. all the songs. You don't know the first one? But, like, I.
2: Well, first of all, they're much bigger in Europe than they ever right, were in the right, States. Right, so yeah, yeah. that's a whole other thing. But, like, yeah, I think literally they have the most number one hits of all time, just of any artist. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> that's a fact. But, um, uh, but. Okay, back to you, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> rebuttal, I, yeah, I do have yeah. a rebuttal. I mean, uh, say what you will about their songwriting, say what you will about Bono's voice. Say what you will about like their lyrics and their political stances, all that shit. So like, so three quarters of the musical album. Yes. yes. But their their production sense and uh-huh. their and their uh, and their timbral sense and their kind of. I mean, I like a lot of their songwriting too, but uh, and and a lot of their melodies are really good. A lot of their like you know, sure. A lot of their yeah. top lines are really yeah. good. Yeah. So. They have the, like, washy, yeah, spacey yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, out. but they kind of invented that in a lot of ways. Like, they kind of shaped the 80s with, like, Brian Eno and, okay, fine. Brian, you can credit Dan, Daniel Anwa and Brian Eno yeah. all you want, but they did it with you, too, right? Okay. So, um, and, and you know, like, their delay effects are kind of the most, like, if anyone ever talks about delay, you have to mention the edge. Like, you, like, you have to. He kind of invented the dotted eighth delay. A little bit
0: like I he was
1: invented he didn't invent it, it but he kind of brought it to the floor sure. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm i'm exaggerating exactly. i'm exaggerating. No, i, I yeah. see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: I, I, yeah yeah i yeah i'm not really pulling to mind yeah. tons of people doing it before that right it's exactly yeah. right
1: i i'm not Disputing anything that you have so to say. I, ho, 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 As I've said. So I have
2: one more. I just have a little tag. Just what I'm saying is, yes, you can dislike all those other things, but I think that uh, that is yeah. enough to yeah, uh, yeah. To
1: give see that. credit. Yeah. yeah, which is which is why I say I very passionately dislike. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, yeah, a pillar in the
0: history of rock and roll. They are a pillar
1: in the history of rock and roll, and so I I can't.
0: Um... And they write songs about incest. So. Do they? Which she one? moves in mysterious ways.
2: Oh, is it? Oh. So, Pearl Jam has songs about incest. Nice. Yeah. Alive. You know the song Alive? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's about a mother like raping her son or something. Is like it? That. Yeah. Uh, man, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Pearl
1: Jam. Pearl What's Jam. your answer?
2: Oh, for a band like that? Ooh, I need to think a little bit. Um that I don't particularly like that is incredibly important. Oh man. The problem is I kind of like everything, so yeah, yeah that's the same problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like
0: yeah. U two is a good answer.
2: <laughs> what? I like U two, so it's not a good answer for me. Uh, yeah. No, but
0: it's such a huge yeah. band
2: that it's yeah. like a yeah. bold
0: yeah. answer. That's like, a good thing, answer yeah. to the question. It really
2: is. Me. I think I can't. I definitely won't be able to top it. But I'm just trying. To also, like
1: yet. I, I've, as I said. Passionately dislike them. I know I feel like any music that you passionately dislike even right. even really if curious. there is Okay, well like for example mm. you Not passionately dislike but you kind of discount a lot of country music and I'm not a huge huge fan of country no. However, I always dispute his dislike of country right. because I think that that is legitimately not like, Yeah, an objective viewpoint. of oh, it's country not. being bad. It's yeah, just yeah. you and your subjective opinion not liking it
2: sometimes I, I, I think that
1: there's a lot. Of, of course, there's a lot of bad country music. There's also a lot of a lot of bad rock music. Yeah, of course like
0: YouTube.
2: <laughs> <laughs> YouTube <too. laughs> you goes country. Yeah, but yeah. uh, that's they, one that you will they could. often. They could.
1: You will often like argue. Yeah. Based on I you don't are know. Very lim. You like admittedly don't listen to country, no, and no. therefore you try and say that you it's bad. Yeah, but
2: that's a genre. I'm trying to think of a specific yeah. artist. Yeah. Um, Yes, you are right about that, though. I won't dispute that. But I, I like, um, I mean, I, yeah, the good country I hear, I like, you know. Or, you know, anyway. But one like artist, it's, yeah, it's hard. What is it? I mean, first of all, it's just hard to find a band I
0: don't have any redeeming qualities for. So... Well, I mean, I feel I think like any, they definitely any, any of these bands will have redeeming qualities. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, like, I guess
0: Coldplay, but, like, Coldplay
2: is just... Watered down U2 and Radiohead, yeah. so it doesn't really count. I feel like they're not yeah. a they don't, pillar. Yeah, they're not a pillar. Music. But they're extremely popular. It'd be popular. like, that Led Zeppelin exact- would
0: be a great answer. Yeah, if yeah, you right. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: If you felt that if way. If I felt way, yeah. that way, sure. which
2: I can't. So, um, uh,. I will say I like The Who better than I like Led Zeppelin, which some people would fight me to the death on, but I don't know. But... That's not... That's a whole different argument. But, like, um, having
1: a personal preference I'm trying to think for one of that. over another is Rolling like a Rolling Stones? Thing.
2: Like, the Rolling Stones... Okay, I think I have to go with the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yeah. But I love the Rolling Stones, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think
0: that has to be my answer. Like, because... you don't like them as much as As they, everyone else does. Like yeah, yeah. as as, as a pill. You don't like them to the degree that they are a big bang. Yeah, either. exactly. Right.
2: I think they're amazing. Their songs are, yeah. I don't know. It's This is a tough question for me because yeah. I
0: like everything. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah. I feel like my phone just stopped recording. Uh-oh. Nice. So, Did we miss all so it's of this. So just audio. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'll just like slap up the end on just yeah, audio yeah. with a picture or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one will watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks yeah. guys. Yeah. Thank you for mm-hmm. having us. Anything you wanna say to the internet? Uh, check out Film Speed Online. No, I'm on the spot, and I don't know what to
1: say. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. Cool. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> Goodbye.
2: Bye, thank Bye. you.
0: Thanks for watching, Music in Mind. Please like, subscribe, and leave a comment if you have thoughts on this video. If you like my content generally, consider visiting my Patreon page, which has exclusive content for patrons. Thanks, and see you next time.